0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to The Tea. I'm your host, Eason, and guess what? There'll be plenty of tea about Jeff Bezos, Jon Snow, that's right, Kit Harington spills the tea on Game of Thrones, Kevin Hart on that Oscars controversy one more time, Meek Mills and The Wig, Lindsay Lohan and her new Beach House, the Jack Keys tour, and are you a fan of... Music festivals, are you headed out to Coachella? There was a lot of controversy and a lot of people who were upset this year about the Coachella lineup. Well, guess what? Bonnaroo has released their lineup. And I feel like it's a nice middle-of-the-road world between folks who like uh, indie music and folks who like the heavy pop culture stuff. And finally... Eminem's playing with our feeling, and not Eminem the artist, but Eminem the candy. So let's get started. I'm divorcing after 25 years of marriage with $137 billion between them. Jeff Bezos and his wife, Mackenzie, announced on Twitter that after what they called a trial separation, they've now decided to end their 25 year marriage. Bezos, who's 54, made it clear that the divorce is amicable, saying, We feel incredibly lucky to have found each other and deeply grateful for every one of the years we've been married to each other. That's my Jeff Bezos voice. I like that voice, by the way. And this is the interesting part. He clearly views the marriage as a success. If we had known we would separate after 25 years, we would do it all over again. The couple met in New York when he was vice president of a hedge fund. He actually interviewed her for a job, and then they married in 1993. Six months after they met, they quit and moved to Seattle, where Jeff opened an online bookstore, The Origin of Amazon. And just like Steve Jobs, Bezos started the bookstore in his garage. They're both incredibly smart, graduating from Princeton, but they didn't meet there. She's six years younger than him. Mackenzie is a novelist who studied under Toni Morrison and won an American Book of in 2006 for the testing of Luther Albright. All of this is nice. Is there a prenup? They live in Washington, which is a community property state. and for those of you who don't know what a community property state is, that means that any assets that they accrued during their marriage must be split 50, 50. Unless of course there's a prenup. And there are signs there was not a prenup. Jeff didn't reportedly become a millionaire until 1997. Divorces aren't always about money, are they? Somebody call Michael Jordan and ask him. At the time, I thought that we needed Jordan, who later went on to marry her divorce judge, that that was the most expensive, one of the most expensive divorces ever. Amazon is now the most valuable company on the planet, worth nearly $810 billion. Jeff and Mackenzie announced last year that they were starting a charitable fund to help homeless families and create schools, and it seems they'll continue to work on their charitable projects together. You know, they look cute together, but I can see how, when you've got that much cash, things can run its course, right? You work too much. I'm ready to sleep with someone else. I don't know what it was between these two, but I could see how, after 25 years, a lot has changed. Their budgets have changed. She's not that same young analyst in there with him at the hedge fund. No. She's the queen of a $137 billion empire. Bye, Jeff. I'm done with your shenanigans. Out this door working too much. Just kidding. I don't know their business, but, you know, this sounds amicable, no fighting, no mudslinging, no mistresses. I like it. I like it. I like it. Now, what about Game of Thrones? Did you guys hear about Kit Harrington and the Game of Thrones story? Grab your seats. Kit Harrington says the Game of Thrones cast was over the show during the final season of filming. Kit apparently isn't going to miss everything about Game of Thrones. In this month's GQ Australia... The 32-year-old opened up about filming the intense and final season of the HBO television series. Everyone was broken at the end. I don't know if we were crying because we were sad it was ending, or if we were crying because it was so fucking tiring and we were sleep-deprived. It was like it was designed to make you think, right? I'm fucking sick of this. I remember everyone walking around towards the end going, I've had enough of this. I love this, and it's been the best thing of my life. I'll miss it one day. Right now, I'm done. Harrington also noted that he looked forward to having a more stable work schedule as well as spending more time with his wife, Rose Leslie, who he met on the show and married last June. You don't know anything, Jon Snow. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones yet, watch it. That'll mean so much more to you. And I loved their love story. A lot of people have met their other halves at work, Ours just happened to be this iconic TV show. It dawned on me recently, and I have no idea if we will, but say me and Rose do have children, they'll know they'll be able to see the genesis of their parents getting together, which is quite a wonderful thought. It's only a wonderful thought if you don't get to see your parents bone in a cave. Weird, but cute. I get it. Would you want to be friends with Kit Harrington? Does he come across as a kind of person that... You'd want to be your neighbor. I mean, like, the kind of neighbor that you, like, drink with and on a Friday night and have wine. Or maybe you guys would go out and do couples things, like, brunch together on a Sunday. Or, I don't know, run a 5K together. You know, the kind of stuff that people do, like, in L.A. and London and New York. When you live in a small community in a really big big city. He just doesn't seem very interesting to me. But I could meet him, and all that could be different. He just seems so much like Jon Snow. You know, there are some actors and actresses who seem like they're so similar to their characters in real life one of the first people who comes to mind when i think about this is sharon stone i always feel like sharon stone in real life is very much like the characters that she plays like very no bullshit the kind of person who would snap on someone in a half second but always gets what she wants i like that about sharon stone And I'm bored about that with Kit Harington. Moving on. Kevin Hart was on the Good Morning America show. And the comedian actor was asked one more time about that LGBTQ controversy. Can y'all leave Kevin alone? He does not want to talk about this story anymore. Kevin Hart is back on the scene for a promo press tour for his upcoming film Upside. But there is a looming specter of the lgbtq controversy that's still dogging him the actor and comedian sat down with good morning america and briskly addressed the issue along with saying he's moving on from the oscars and the controversy as well i'm over it hart said multiple times on gma wednesday morning when asked about his apology or the controversy There's no more conversation about it. I'm over that. I'm over the moment. That's my Kevin Hart voice, by the way. Hart added that he apologized back in the 2000 when the comments first happened and multiple times after. I'm not giving no more explanation of who I am. I'm just done. The actor said he's given all that he can thus far and said everything he could possibly say. I think he has to, I don't want to hear about it anymore either. I'd like to move on. Can we let Kevin go? Can we? And I mean, let him go as in not ask him about this anymore. We don't care. We already know his position. We already know what happened. This is beating a dead horse with a stick. Moving on. If you have MTV, and look, you don't have to be 18 to 24 to tune into MTV. Look, it was launched during the 80s. Hey. And we're all still around to watch and see its evolution. So I'm tuning in. So basically, last night, Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club premiered on MTV, and if you're unsure of what Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club's about, I'll recap for you. Imagine Vanderpump Rules, basically a restaurant in a really nice place. Mykonos is a party city in Greece with Lindsay Lohan and a business partner as the head, and they've invited, or rather cast, lots of really beautiful people with all kinds of personalities to make or break this experience. Let me tell you, this show does not disappoint. I'm not going to give too much away because it's brand new and I want you guys to tune in so that we can talk about it. But Gabby is super annoying. Jules, I think, uh, she's this blonde girl from Colorado, I think. At least that's where she is now. She's awesome. I like her already. And then, of course, they choose the Metro on the Fence guys to work these VIP folks. There's so much going on here. So much going on in the very first episode. And of course, it's all of the usual shenanigans. Too much liquor, lots of pretty people, and all kinds of crazy narcissistic personalities. Notice me, notice me, notice me. Lindsay's got a business partner by the name of Panos, who helps her, who may be the breakout star from the show, because Panos is no Bullshit. He is one of those folks. No, no, and no. He is a no bullshit person. You've got to watch this show. They call their VIP hosts ambassadors, which are basically bartenders and bottle service girls. And of course they've and of course they've cast them from all of the four corners of LA. I mean the country. Because you can cast people here, right? That are from other places in the country. So they're technically not lying when they say, oh, I'm from Philly, or oh, I'm from Colorado, or oh, I'm from New Hampshire or wherever, because Technically, they are. You just cast them all here within a 10-mile radius of one another and flew them to Greece. Look, Jersey Shore is off the air, and this is a perfect way for MTV to boost their ratings using a hot mess like Lindsay Lohan and a bunch of pretty people. I'm here for it. Tune in Tuesday nights at 7, 8 central in, in your town. Do you guys know who Jack Keese is? Jack Keese is the self-proclaimed king of R&B who had that really big fight on Twitter with Keysweat Sweat a month ago. <laughs> the self-proclaimed king of R&B... Of his generation (laughs) will kick off his 4275 tour in Salt Lake City this Friday, January 11th. The 22-day trek continues across the country with stops in LA, Detroit, Miami, Cleveland, Atlanta, and New York, wrapping up in Silver Springs, Maryland. Can anybody name five Jockey songs? Maybe I'm not in the target demographic, but I also feel like via the radio or whatever other channels, I haven't become familiar with him. Is any of this stuff good? I mean, he's got a 22-city tour date, so somebody cares what he's singing about. And he's not a bad-looking guy. Hey, really nice teeth. Are those veneers? They might be. He's got a lot of diamonds and gold on, too. Really good looking guy does anybody know any jackie song let's see and how many instagram followers does he have jackies are there any guesses in this room about how many instagram followers Jackies has okay wait let's guess i'm going to guess if he has a 22 city tour that he's got eight million what is the over under on eight million let's see jackies three point seven million Is that enough for a 22-city tour? I guess it is. Let me shut up. Moving on. The self-proclaimed king of R&B for his generation that I've never heard of is launching his tour. So good for him. Good for him. Do you guys know that R. Kelly is being investigated in Georgia after the Surviving R. Kelly docuseries? That's right. Robert Kelly is reportedly under criminal investigation in Georgia. As a result of the show, um, sources connected to the case tell TMZ that the Fulton County District Attorney's Office has opened an investigation into allegations made against the singer. The probe was launched over the past few days as a direct result of the documentary. Investigators are flooded with calls once the six-part docuseries aired last week. Several survivors have been allegedly contacting them, including Asante McGee and Jocelyn Savage's family. Investigators are also asking for contact information from others who lived in Kelly's former Atlanta home or others who have knowledge of what happened there. Robert Kelly has denied all allegations and vowed to retaliate by launching a website called survivinglies.com. He intends to expose his accusers as liars and reveal the true motivations behind their allegations. In the wake of Survivor Surviving R. Kelly, many people in the hip hop community have spoken out against R. Kelly, including Chance the Rapper, John Legend, Meek Mill, Six Lack, Tank, Neo, and more. And are you a festival person? I mean, really, are you a festival person? Bonnaroo has just unleashed one of the better festival lineups of the year, according to RunTheTrap.com. The annual four-day festival is set to feature headline sets from none other than Childish Gambino. And again, I giggle about that because Childish Gambino is going to be heading up the Coachella Uh, Music Festival out in Indio in April. Post Malone and Odessa will also be headlining at Bonnaroo 2019 as well. There's a good mix of indie bands and super popular ones. And a lot of people have been complaining about Coachella becoming too commercial. Haters. This might be satisfactory to them. Of course, our girl Cardi B will be there as well on Saturday, June 15th. Um, also on the list, we got Brock Brockhampton, Grizz, RL Grimes, Solange, who's also going to be at Coachella. This list looks good. I would definitely go to Bonnaroo this year. If you don't know where Bonnaroo is, Bonnaroo is in Manchester, Tennessee. So you'll get to go out and see all the folks who'll be on the circuit this year. Not to mention someone made a very interesting point that most of these festivals are owned by the same company so the fact that we see a lot of the same people at these festivals really says nothing more that, than they signed a deal with one group and that deal involves them hanging out over it's all also in the news today the last story of the day we'll talk about meek mill and then get to those m and before we finish Meek Mill's being dragged by his dream chasers, according to hiphopwire.com. Meek Mill made a very funny comment, or rather a silly comment, the other week about women in lace fronts. Um, If you don't know what a lace front wig is, I encourage you to use the internet. Uh, Meek Mill's been enjoying his reemergence on Twitter. That's right. Remember, Meek Mill was on lockdown, and then the governor helped him out there in Pennsylvania, and the state courts let him go. I don't remember what his charges are. Tune into the T.net to... Figure those out. We spill that sort of stuff every day. But back to the wig story. Meek Mill, who's been enjoying his re-emergence, definitely has too much dip on his chip after dissing lace front wigs. Black women let him know quickly that he definitely played himself. When it comes to Black women and their hair, Black men do yourselves a favor and mind your damn business. That's pretty much what the rapper is learning today after proclaiming his hate for Lace Front Wigs on Twitter. Lace Front Wigs are whack, I'm protesting them. That's what Meek Mill said. Fine, Meek, you hate lace front wigs, don't wear one. That's very often what women will say, so I'm standing for women when they tell men to stay the hell out of their hair business. And our lovely final story of the day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, spicy jalapeno peanut m and have apparently hit store shelves. Do you care? Are you still on your diet? Are you doing keto? Are you doing a low carb, no carb? Are you staying away from the M&M bowls? If you're not, and you're living, say hola lot what might be M&M's most unorthodox flavor yet. Mexican Jalapeno Peanut. The spicy new chocolate candy, which was spotted on shelves by Instagram user at Snack Chat Live, appears to be far different from the sweeter flavors the Mars brand has launched recently, like caramel or mint. But we're excited to see where this goes. The flavor debuted reportedly, along with a new line of three internationally inspired flavors as the packaging shows. Toffee Peanut, Mexican Jalapeno Peanut, and the Coconut Peanut. Can't believe there's Instagrams dedicated to breaking news for candy, but there's a niche for everything, right? You guys are here with me, Look, for more stories just like this, go ahead and for more stories, just like many of the ones I've shared, head right on over to the T.net. The T.net is an entertainment news aggregator. That's right. That means that you can find entertainment, political, music, and sports news from all of your favorite sources in one place. And I'm telling you about them. Before we go, let me tell you a little bit about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Citadel Media. Do you need to grow your Instagram following? Do you want to become an influencer? Do you need help with your content marketing? Are you looking to become an influencer? Well, if you are, Citadel Media can help you. Head on over to Citadel, it's C-I-T-A-L-D-E-L.com. Or you can click the link in our bio to head on over and learn more about the kinds of services that they offer. Get help today with your Instagram, Citadel Media. All right, everybody, that's all the news that I have for you today. Tune in tomorrow. We have more about what's going on in the world today I'm your host at I am Eason, at I am Eason. and again if you don't know how to spell my name that's okay too just click the link in our bio and you can connect with me so long farewell on Peter Zane goodbye